Welcome to Renegade Performance Radio, where we help everyday people like yourself to become fitter, stronger, faster, well-rounded, and fulfilled athletes. Through the lessons, failures, and success we have achieved over the past 10 years on our journey as CrossFit Games athletes and now coaches. Welcome back to Renegade Performance Radio. You're here with your hosts, the G-Wizzy, Cullen Gifford. everyone. And Zach Nothling, myself. Today, we're going to be talking about something that probably gets said <laughs> a million times at every single CrossFit competition or fitness competition mm-hmm. ever, is that person shouldn't be in this division. Yeah, they should be an RX. They should be upper level. They shouldn't be in scaled. They should be an elite. They should be an RX or whatever it is, something along those lines, that chat, that, that little bit of bitchiness that happens on the <laughs> sidelines when looking at someone doing something well. Correct. And so we're going to be just talking through a couple of different situations. Uh, we're going to look at both sides um, of of the coin mm-hmm. and uh, give some recommendations for people. Maybe it's you that we're talking about uh, and so things for you to think about, about when it's the right time for you to go up a division uh, in CrossFit comps. Mm. And so some general guidelines what do you reckon? When is it time for you to make that jump, Callum? Uh, I think when you, and this is, uh, I guess, talking about both divisions, intermediate and RX and scaled, I guess, but when you can competently achieve all of the movements required, I think, or most of the Most of the movements yeah, required. most of the movements required. There, there are exceptions to that rule. There are going to be bits and pieces that some people can't do, but, you know, ring, let's touch on ring muscle-ups real quick. That's something that, um, some people still have a little bit of trouble with, but it's very rare in a competition, a local competition in our country, that you're going yeah. to turn up to a comp and there's going to be those in there. So yeah. most of the movements. Yeah, I think what a lot of people get caught up in um, where the problem lies is they think they have to be very good at all the movements mm. rather than capable of yes. the movements. Good point. Like, to give you a uh, perspective, I went to the CrossFit Games and my handstand press-ups and my strict handstand press-ups were horrific. Uh, my pistols on one leg, horrific. Um, they weren't horrific, they, they needed work. <laughs> they needed a lot of work. I could do them, but not exceptionally. Mm. And so that would be enough, uh, like to have like average pistols on one side would be enough to stop some people from mm. going up and doing uh, a higher level of comp. Yeah, um, or like not being able to do 20 unbroken strict handstand press-ups could be enough to stop people from going up mm. um, in a division for a comp. Yep. But... If you've got the ability to do it at all, then you're capable of being in that higher division. Agreed. And so really people are going to fall into two categories, we believe, when it comes to comps. You're either doing them for fun and mm-hmm. you're just doing them for like the social element and having something to train for, yep. um, or you're doing it because you want to be a competitor, you want to test yourself and you want to see how far you can take the sport, take mm-hmm. your body, right? That would be the two main categories that yeah, people believe, fall into. I reckon. And so... Let's say you're just doing this for fun. Do you ever have to leave the scaled division or can you just always be like a scaled athlete for life? I guess if you're just doing it for fun, your training's probably going to reflect that mindset. If you... You know, if you only ever going to be doing it for fun, you're probably going to go into the gym. You're probably going to, you know, tick the boxes for the day and try and get a little bit better at most movements, which is why we're all doing this in the first place. But yeah, 
I, I, I mean, I'm generalising here, obviously, but you're never probably going to put in a whole heap of extra effort mm. outside of class times to really nail those movements that yes. you're trying to, to yep. trying to nail. So, I don't see any problem with that for you know those type of people. Yeah, and so really, the only time that you should really consider going up a division is if you're always winning scale comps or yes, finishing. Definitely. If you're constantly finishing in like the top ten of the competition and there's 40, 50 people in the comp, yep. then really it's it's not really that fair or fun for everyone else, no. especially if you've been doing the sport for a while and you've been competing for a while yep. and you're standing on that podium and taking home, given it's a nominal prize and it's usually a bunch of protein or energy drinks, drinks. or something, yep. but it's still taking that moment away from someone mm. who uh, does belong in that division. Yeah, I agree. And so at that point, it's time for you to probably take that step up maybe it means that you have to take a few months off competing um hey jumping in a team comp here and there maybe not the end of the world but maybe it's time to to step up into that next division yeah now what about if you are a competitor and so you 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 want to be better and you are pursuing yourself uh, pursuing the sport but you're nervous of going into that next division because you are competitive person and Mm -hmm. as, as part of your personality you don't like to lose and so therefore you are afraid of going up to the next division because uh, you might no you'll no longer be competitive and you're going against harder people and higher skills and you don't want to look silly Mm. or anything like that what are your thoughts what's your advice for that person yeah I think I think it's a tough one Um, it is hard to go from winning to not winning but also at the same time if you're a competitor and you want to get better um, you need to be challenged and most most of the time in these comps, you will rise to the level of mm. the guys and girls that you're competing against. Yeah. And, you know, if you're in a division that is pretty tough, um, you're going to push a little bit harder to keep up. And I think yep. that's probably the best mindset that you can have. There's so many elements around it that will happen, like, pre-comp, right? Oh, yeah, like, for sure. If you sign up and you're an intermediate athlete and you're signing up to do your first comp RX, you're going to turn up to training with more yeah, like focus, focus, more intensity, intensity. more energy. Yeah. You're going to start working on your recovery a little You'll bit do more. The little things better. You're going to start thinking about your nutrition a little bit more because you don't want to be showing up on mm. comp day or you don't want to look silly on comp day. Yeah. And so you're kind of forcing your hand a little bit mm. to work a little bit harder. Yeah. And um, I call it like burning your bridge, right? Where you, yes. you sign up and then you have to do the work because there's no going back because the bridge has been burnt you've committed you go all in on that commitment and when you go all in on that commitment you do all the elements and it's just going to naturally be so much easier to start making those harder decisions of going to bed on time and not watching as much Netflix Mm. maybe it's going to stop you from drinking as much piss on the weekend like just all those external things that are what actually make a difference between you achieving what you want and not what you want mm. I think if you're a competitor you want to do that anyway like I I'll use me as an example as we do on these podcasts um, I signed up for my first competition in 2012 and I put myself straight in the RX division I knew I wasn't going to win I was probably going to get a hiding but I wanted to find that out you yep. know I wanted to know where I was at I wanted to be a competitor at the sport and I knew what I wanted to do at the time within the confines of CrossFit so there, I didn't see any point for me to sign up yeah. to the, the intermediate division, knowing what I wanted to do within the sport. Yeah, so. and once again, like, okay, and I couldn't do the movements. Yeah. Like there were muscle ups <laughs> in that comp. I'd never done a muscle up before that point. So, anyway, go yeah. on. Yeah, 
Well, like, and also, like, you're going to put yourself in that environment. You're going to expose yourself to some stuff that you can't do. Like, hey, say, say you don't know what the movements are until comp day. Mm. You show up and there's something that you can't do. Uh, let's call it something ridiculous, like barbell overhead pistol squats, mm. um, which probably shouldn't ever come up <laughs> yeah. in a comp. But anyway, for the point of this conversation, yep. you're going to be exposed to them. And then you're going to do what everyone does after they come out in a comp. Yep. You're going to go practice it go and practice. you're going to learn it and you're going to develop a whole new set of skills, which you wouldn't have the same motivation to do mm. had you done, been in a lower division yep. because you're not you're not uh, identifying as that athlete. And that's where like the, the mental side of things comes into mm. play a little bit more. Once you put yourself in that division, the, it becomes part of like who you are. Yes. Um, and so yeah, you become sure. like that intermediate athlete, that higher level or that RX athlete or that elite athlete. Mm. And then your identity starts to shape your behaviours and actions like I was talking about just before yeah. um, because of the category that you're putting in. Mm. So it's just going to level you up um, so much faster. Yeah, I had a little story about that actually. At that particular comp that I was just talking about, one of the workouts had a 30 pull-up buy-in into some work afterwards and I just learned how to butterfly pull-up or what I thought was a butterfly pull-up. And I did 47 pull-ups instead of 30 because I got that many no reps. <laughs> um, and I left the gym and the day after, literally the Sunday, I went to the gym for three hours and worked on my butterfly pull-ups because <laughs> I didn't want it to ever happen again. <laughs> I remember it very vividly. My arms were very sore on Monday. Yeah, bit of rhabdo coming yeah. on and on there. Hundred percent. But that's to the point yeah. that you were just speaking about. Yeah, you, you, know? get, you get the point. And so putting yourself in that environment, you surround also the people that you're going to surround yourself with. Mm. Like majority of people who like compete and do CrossFit uh, aren't pricks. Like mm, they're good mm, people. Mm, like and so you're going to be in a pretty supportive environment. And they're gonna. You're probably gonna get some advice, some guidance. You're gonna become a product of the environment. Yep. You're gonna see what they're doing, like because you're gonna be in the same heats as them. Mm -hmm. And so, like while you're in their heats, you'll be able to like look over and go, "Oh yeah, that guy like is eating that before. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's not that." And you can start just kind of learning like little tidbits. Oh yeah, that's how that guy warms up for that event. And you can you start to learn from the more experienced competitors particularly mm. as you start to get into that rx or elite uh division and on, like it might sound cheesy but you're going to make friends as well oh yeah and, 100%. like one of the things that i loved about competing was going to see uh my crossfit mates at mm. different comps like going to, whether it be hawks bay or the mount yep. or um, over in aussie for like regionals and things like that like that i'm still friends with these people to this day and yeah. i haven't competed in a CrossFit comp for like eight, nine, ten years nearly now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like these are some of like my really good friends and we still talk and we still like have chats on Messenger and stuff. And so you're making some really good friends. And yep. yes, you can make those in lower divisions, but when you're constantly turning up to the same events and the same comps and those um, higher divisions, the, the pool of people gets a lot smaller. Yes. And so I feel like you probably make tighter connections with people and then you end up go into these places and training like you go away for a weekend head down to the mount and you go train with your mates from the mount who are in your division yep. and you're going to find that you're exposing yourself to those environments on an even more frequent basis mm. and so i'm i'm a big advocate for going up before you're ready provided you can do everything safely yep 100 i agree so there you have it big advocate also you either doing it for fun and then it's up to you stay in that division as long as you want as long as you're not crushing people yep. um, or if you want to be a competitor Test get yourself. your ass into that higher division as soon as humanly possible test yourself test yourself thank you very much team 
see you again soon. Bye, guys. If you enjoy our content that we're providing, please like and share with your fellow gym goers. Leave us a review and please take a screenshot and chuck it up on social media. We really want to get the word out so we can continue to help everyday people become high performers.